games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Are you afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of the Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 56th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica. And I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8bit. Joined today by my two partners in crime, Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart. Salim Abraham, who can be found at Salim Abraham. Hey, How are you doing today, you pair morning, of legends? Morning, morning, top of the morning to you. Oh, is that because it was St. Patrick's Day yesterday? You got to be I mean, Irish it's St. Patty's Day for all the people in America, but for us, it, was it yesterday. is true. Right it now, true. right now, at right the here, time right of now. Recording. But when you listen to this on presumably Monday. Right after it comes out, it will no longer be St. Patrick's Day. Have how, a Guinness anyway. How many fights in Sydney CBD do you think occurred last night? <laughs> I was in Sydney CBD last night. And you started five of and them. And I started six. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't serve me Guinness. Um, I don't Yuck. know. There's probably... I fucking hate Guinness. Bad. I just hate Guinness. <laughs> there's that... Um, Going against oh, my Irish bloodline yeah. there, but yeah. I love Guinness. I like a it's good It's a stout. meal. It is a meal. Oh, it's it a three-course meal. Ugh. It is. And too it's not, solid. It's not pleasant, like... On the first drink, but if you get past it, you know, if you can get past the first few sips, you'll be you'll be set all night, mate. On the one, <laughs> yeah. You know, like the too heavy. I don't know if it's still the the science behind Guinness, but like I remember I watched a documentary way back when, and apparently to like pour the perfect Guinness, it takes like ninety minutes because you have to oh, like it's a slow pour process. it and let it sit and slow pour. It is a whole process. They will uh, pour like even if you get it in like I got it in Melbourne of all places, and they tried doing it. Pop- probably in this Irish pub, they, uh, it takes five minutes to get it to you because oh. they'll start it and they'll stop it. And they'll I was sold a lie on Discovery Channel. They have to let it sit. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm sure in Ireland, um, you know, where there is no time, it's a flat circle. Mm. I don't know why. Uh, they have all the time in the world to do it because it's a flat circle. Would you order two drinks or like... Because if you're going to be waiting for well, one, which you might as well order the next one. Like, presumably, yeah. you would get your one and then you would mm. ask them for another one. Uh, yeah, that well, it takes just as long. Ma- to maybe drink you'd them. order two at once because they can't taste any worse if they get flat, right? So you just order oh, two and just take them with you. They suck when they're flat. Yuck! They suck when they're flat. Just don't I've make the mistake and buy it the first time around. Yeah, it's like you it's guys ever have Bonox? <laughs> guys, it's St. Patrick's Day. Did you just have Bonox? I'm not going to let you shit on Guinness. Why does that sound like Bonox is like stock. a beef stock drink <laughs> that you have when you're sick? It looks <laughs> like Vegemite. <laughs> thinking the oh. same thing it's it's like liquid vegemite no. and you, you have it when you've got a bit of an ailment and um it's shit house and that's what guinness reminds me of when i'm when i was sick as a kid drinking bonox every time i've drank guinness when i'm sick i feel right as rain right are you drinking guinness it's when got you're curative sick? qualities you reckon yeah it does man it's got shamrock in there four four leaf clover yeah 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 all of that St. Patrick wow fucking swore by it man bit of leprechaun dust and yeah, yeah. some pot of gold hair of a ginger bit of end of rainbow <laughs> yeah. hair of a ginger Ugh. that's why it tastes so bad it tastes gingy hair tastes great uh, alright anyway how are you mate I'm good yeah I'm good we're here for a world first 56 time 56 times mm. Ali how do you feel about it being featured on the episode 56 times which um. isn't true but <laughs> well yeah i was about to say i'm not always like, featured in our hearts 
solid. I'm probably at a 50% rate, aren't I, of appearances? I think so. Roughly. I think that's pretty good. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And they're they're good betting odds. I'd bet on their odds. You reckon? Yeah. All right, everyone, put your bets in. 50 50. That's a horse. Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) What's been going on? Tell us about the week that was. I don't know which one of you two legends want to lead us off, but (sighs) fill us in on what you've been doing. I mean, uh, technically, we've got a combined one. Yeah, would you, do you want to do you want to start there? Yeah, sure. So I'm talking about being on the pod- podcast for some time. I have mentioned on the odd occasion of uh, my love for Minecraft, and which yeah, Sam uh, has agreed. Yeah, I think I've talked about it too. Yeah. Ooh. Well, and because of the person that is booing right now, uh, we want to kind of maybe make some Minecraft videos, but drag the booer. And he's fucking booing I'm, I'm ass ready. through the I'm ready. brick lands. Booers. I was ready today and then Booers. you shut me down. I was like, well, I s- fuck your Minecraft. <laughs> this has been a, a few years in the making. I don't know how long we've talked about doing this specifically, but I've been trying to get you to play Minecraft, Brendan, with me for years. Yeah. And you've been you've been such a... a, mm. a I've stood strong. About it. I've yeah. stood strong. Stood strong. Uh, Anyway, all right, so we, uh, Ali, thank you very much for buying the realm. Mm. Uh, we now have a realm. What's it called? Have you named the realm? I think uh, I called it 8 bit or Hungry HQ. Yeah, Hungry HQ, I think. I think I, yeah, I think I called it Hungry HQ. Yep. So, yeah, and uh, we had some adventures and we have found a location for Hungry HQ in Minecraft. Is it a prime? Is it, it a prime location? It is. Waterfront? It is strategically placed um, within. Uh, a couple of mountains like it's surrounded by mountains so it's probably easy if you're an archer to <laughs> fire down I don't know why that's relevant at all skeleton archers might get us who knows we'll build a roof but um <laughs> we'll build a wall we'll build a wall uh, it'll be a great wall Ali and I yeah after after mucking around we decided we're going to get to work on Hungry HQ where we will uh, set all of our you know adventures from this would be the base of operations mm. uh, a little bit freeform with what we did we decided that we'd have a lava floor yeah. underneath or glass floor with lava underneath which, yeah. it's pretty badass to be honest that's Although, pretty, uh, pretty intense we've already run into some issues with that yeah thanks I'm still not convinced it was an accident it- I built the best treehouse the best treehouse right what did Had you call the treehouse in the in chat uh, shagpad uh, it's the more politically correct well, term just, that you were using. I don't know yes. if you well, want to discuss what you put in the shack. Yeah. Well, there was a, <laughs> well, you know, like every treehouse slash shag pad, there was a bookshelf, a bondage room. I'm a, assuming a in there somewhere. Bookshelves. Yeah, there's a bookshelf. There was a, some candles. Some candles. Um, there was a lovely bed. I had a. It was three beds. I had a painting right next on to the each wall. Other. Wow. Yeah, three beds. Kind of. You need room. You need space. And there was a cage underneath the floor. <laughs> right near the bed uh, right that, is, the bed. that is fantastic <laughs> and There was a dog up there Anyway uh, So I put a lot of time and effort into this And then I haven't gone back into the realm um, since But Ali, what happened to my shag pad? Look, so I wanted to keep working on Hungry HQ mm. I have some ideas I wanted to put a particular element of Hungry HQ That would be very essential So I mm. started to work on that In the process of working on that I heard a fire Just off in the distance I'm like, what? A fire then I heard a dog howling and I'm like, what is going my on? Dog. I turned around <laughs> and Sam's uh, shag pad was on fire All right. and it was burning down. Friction, so, burn. Friction burn caused it, I reckon. So, <laughs> so I don't, I, I, I trust you, Ali. I do. Look, I really, 
I really wish I recorded because really no one believes I me that I did. Why? Because then what happened? I decided to undo all the work that I did. I reset mm. the realm like back to the previous save before I started all my work. So I had to do twice the amount of work because I wanted to save your fucking shag pad mm-hmm. and your dog. It's worth, sh- it's worth saving. See, I, I believe you telling this story but say if the roles were reversed and he was saying oh yeah you resetting it was an accident i'm not even gonna God, tell you what he i'd did be like to you my, so full of shit to my lovely roof so i'm not even gonna bring that <laughs> uh, so he used a certain symbol with uh candles and put it on my roof was it a pentagram no i think something a little bit should worse have been a, should have been a pentagram that would have been more suitable been funny was it yeah. a swash sticker second guess he it got a it swash buckler <laughs> Well, that, they're guess. the only two real bad symbols I could think of yeah, that are, I guess, universally ones. frowned upon. Yeah. But, um, so what I did, I reset the realm, undid my hard work. Not only that, I also took buckets of water and, like, surrounded your shag pad with water because I'm like, this is fail-proof. Like, the, no fire can get to it now. Nothing can get to it. I yeah. put water around it. Fail-proof. I did all my hard work, did an awesome job on what I added to Hungry HQ, Turned around, it was already ablaze again. And I'm like, fuck it. Sorry, Sam. Good luck with you. Build so a more I, stable place. I'm sorry. So after you threw that in the chat, I came home from trivia, like in the pub, fair drunk. Uh, I go in there and I was just like, hands in the air, like, what the hell happened here? Like, it's literally just now uh, a floating cage. <laughs> like, yeah, the cage survived. It's just and rubble like, and ember. And like a little bit of like, uh, a little bit of Tree wood top. somehow survived and some, yeah. Yeah, some trunk. Uh, some trunk. I don't know. Like, it's, it did dog, burn in patches. The dog's missing still. But. I think the dog's dead. I'm I reckon sorry. the dog started this fire. I would be surprised. No, I mean, yeah, Can I, dogs start Every time I would look mean. over, you have that window, that really, really Ominous. creepy window. It's Slightly creepy. I'd be like working creepy. and I'd like turn around and he'd be just staring out of this window. <laughs> it's like, like in Simpsons. It's like, Seymour <laughs> what looks at me. He's like, what's that mother? Like, no, I'm working. <laughs> I'm an adult man. <laughs> so uh, Minecraft is an amazing game, Brendan. And you are going to love it when you get into this, uh, this server. And Reese too. We need to get Reese onto it. He's totally um, on board. He's got a PC. Uh, I have a PC now, which was the big news that I have this yeah. week. Big news. Thank Welcome. You. Thank you very much, Brendan, um, for helping us out with the PC. Welcome to the Superior. Giving you the thumbs up. It is Leak. a cracker of a machine. It's been two years since I was um, uh, part of this community, this wonderful, lovely community known as the PC Master Race. I downloaded League of Legends. My New Zealand League of Legends team that I was playing with, these five... You were in a team? It's not quite. We had a five. We had a fives team, not an official team, um, but we had a group of us that would just drink beer and play lol. And it was like the greatest October of my life doing that um, in 2015. But uh, they're all still playing, so I got to reconnect. It's one of those, you know, wonderful. They, ha- they haven't filled yeah. your spot. No, well, you know, it's hard. I'm, I'm a gunman. I got back in there, played a couple of games. I'm just a good support. Maybe they're just used just to you being support. late and just thought you were being really late. <laughs> I'll vouch you were pretty good at support because I used to always be severe. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. And you'd we, always yeah, roll support. And as a doubles, we were... Used to play? Yeah, I dabbled. Yeah, yeah. I dabbled. D- I, dabbled I, I was all right. I was pretty shit, but once I learned how to play as a few certain right. characters, and no, I was you were, okay. You were okay. Like, there's, um, you were learning. Yeah. I think it's the appropriate. Had the training wheels still on. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, but it's, it's great. I've, I, I've, I I've always enjoyed LOL. I think it's a 
fun yeah, game? I think when you, uh, you know, as soon as you get into that competitive side, um, that's when it gets ugly. If I'm, yeah, I, I find think. it frightening. That's when it gets frustrating. But yeah. granted, the only like lol I've watched have been like obviously superior players, but I just watch it. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, you yeah. would be surprised how quickly you pick like that up. Yeah. You know, it's like I any played, game. You I learn every slight, part of it. So I probably have a vague idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, really, I really want to get back into Paragon. I deleted that. <laughs> yeah, I got rid of it too. I had a lot of fun It was taking up Paragon. too much space and we hadn't played it in months. And yeah. I still get those really awkward emails from the developers. New I, character release. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's like some partner I broke up with. I'm like, it's over, man. Like, yeah. please stop messaging me. Epic's just tapping on your I, window. Yeah. I'm seeing, <laughs> I'm seeing a little bit about it in my social media feed. In my Twitter mm. feed, I'm seeing the same post or same people kind of post about it and they post their videos. They love it. It's good, um, and it's the best looking it, MOBA. It out was there, very yeah. good looking. It was yeah. it was a very good looking game. It's a real. Um, I think it's a true representation of what like a, a third person view kind of over the shoulder yeah um, MOBA would look like because it's basically you see <clears> them do you know the auto attack and then they just <clears> go <throat> for the gank. It's three lanes. I like it. I like. I, I, I liked it when I was playing it. I just. I think it was because we were playing American servers at the time. Yeah. And uh, it was still buggy. It was still buggy. Yeah, a little and bit buggy, yeah. yeah. I'd say, because that, what would we play that maybe six months ago? Yes. Yeah, I'd say it's yeah. probably come back, on back leaps and bounds. That episode we had where we whispered it yeah. constantly. We're in beta. Paragon. 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 Yeah, we're in beta though. Maybe we'll have to dust off some Paragon and see if it's changed. I've still I got it. I literally deleted it last weekend. Yeah. I needed some space. I have to say, oh, well, if I'm going to play it, if I'm going to play it, I want to play PC. Yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to say, put I'm that new rig PC. through its paces. Yeah, yeah. How does it stack up? Like, have you played anything? I guess that's resource heavy yet, or no? I haven't played anything too intense. Um, uh, it's it's a gun though. It's quick as uh, it's quick as. That's about as technical as I can mm. get about it. Um, I'm trying to think what kind of games you can push yourself with. On I'm the- not really interested in. I mean, there's not any games out there that really I'm too interested in uh, on PC at the moment anyway. Um, uh, that I don't already have on. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. No, do you no, own Steam? That I don't already have on PS4 or, or Xbox, and the games on Steam that I do get, and I do love Steam. They're not uh, very resource. They don't heavy. push. They don't push it. Yeah, I guess. I got a dedicated graphics card though, which is great. GeForce something. Yeah, I can't even tell you what was in yeah, that machine. I don't know. Again, it, you'll it, have to check the specs. It's heaps quick. How was, long ago did good. you build it? Four years ago, would you say? Oh, you might be due for an update. <laughs> was it four years ago? Yeah, it was definitely... We were, we were living together in Neutral Bay. Yeah. And I, I bought it, used it hard out for about three weeks, and then never fucking touched it again. What the fuck is with cage. that? Yeah. Damn. Brendan Manny moves quick. He's time poor. You he were playing is. Mass He's Effect a jumper. this week, by the way. I was. This motherfucker played Mass Effect this week. This should be interesting let's, based on what people have been saying. So let's talk people about People are it. idiots, all right? Here we go. <laughs> give, me the, give me the premise Tuck, first. Set yourself in, people. The this premise? story yeah. time. Uh, let's, say, let's say, for example, I'm a person who comes to this podcast every week, you <clears> know, <throat> unprepared and, you know, without any real material. Um, it doesn't look into anything we talk about. Let's just assume that. Let's just say this the is a great little argument's sake. Fantastic you know, monologue right here. Yeah. Say so I come in, you know, dressed in shabbily and get changed and have a shower here and stuff. What is Mass Effect about? Well, Mass Effect. This is the fourth entry into the series. Obviously, yep. this is a new offshoot from the Mass Effect universe. Mm-hmm. You are part of a group that are looking to colonize new planets because Earth and previous realms 
are dying slowly so they've sent out three arcs is what they call them and they're sort of research teams okay um you've, you've all been put in cryostasis for 600 years because you've got to traverse various solar systems you end up in the andromeda system in the first three you're in the milky way galaxy okay. so obviously you could kind of loosely tie into real world in that regard and you awake and you can choose to be one of the rider siblings so you're twins mm-hmm. um and I went with Scott Ryder, and your dad is known as the Pathfinder, um, and and he that role is like the head of the arc. Like he his role is out there to to find this new world. To he's Noah. Yeah, he's he's the man, you know. And and you do these early missions with him being the point man, and he and he's popping all his abilities. He's doing stuff from the biotics tree, the tech tree, this like just the traditional soldier tree, you know, weapon base. Right. He, he's just one man wrecking machine. Um, go dad it's it's no no surprise it's no spo- loose spoiler but it's addressed in literally every single trailer they've ever shown for, he dies he dies yeah. you, you become the pathfinder okay so now you're the new point man but because you are young there's a lot of distrust amongst the I guess the um, galactic alliance I guess you could say amongst these arcs and these other um, alien races that you're trying to get on board and, and whatnot. and then you just literally scouring the galaxy trying to find ha- inhabitable planets to to colonize and, and set up as a new earth to then awaken because there's twenty thousand people asleep on these arcs so obviously that's going to be the next generation of humanity or these other alien races um that are okay. on there so it is mass effect like it's it's a science fiction space opera really is the easiest way to define or describe what mass effect is in a nutshell for me mm-hmm. um a lot of choices um have ripple effects so depending on how you interact with certain npcs you know you can be good bad neutral headstrong change that interaction element they've they've changed it from the uh renegade or paragon and it's more so now based off you know emotions as opposed to a hard stance on good or like a badass sort of pseudo evil stance there's sort of four different options now okay um so you can shape how your characters perceived um, relationships with characters, whether it be people in your um, in your party or just random other NPCs you interact with, uh, you've got a whole heap of customization. Obviously, you've got your your main classes, so you can mix traditional shooting aspects with the biotic abilities. So you can you know pick up people, throw them. You can deploy shields. You can do um, you know shoot balls of energy. You can shoot flame flame rounds. The whole the whole work. So you've got Biotic tech and soldier are your main sort of three trees mm-hmm. and you can mix and match and play that however you like. And then there's, I think there's eight off the top of my head, um, eight specialist um, classes that you can then select which would then play towards if you wanted to be more of a soldier or if you wanted to be more of a biotic specialist or a tech specialist, things like that. So okay. you can mix and match your play style. Um, EA and Bioware have done something really cool where anybody on um, PC and Xbox at the moment can play the game in tr- in a free trial for 10 hours so oh, irrespective of if you buy the game you can download it be warned it is a 43 gig download jeez pretty damn hefty ouch that's huge but in you Australia, get that's yeah, almost your internet yeah plan. so it's <laughs> 10 hours in the game as a whole so you can play this the campaign up to a certain um area in a level and once you sort of i guess in brackets complete that level that comes up you know you've you've completed what you can in in the story mode mm-hmm. pay to continue but obviously the game's not out for another week so you can't pay to continue but you can invest and dabble in the multiplayer aspects as well uh the multiplayer was was pretty fun i haven't played too much multiplayer on andromeda but i've done about 
nearly 20 hours in the single player. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Bless you. Bless you. But I love it. Like, I'm, I'm probably a bit more of a biased opinion on this because Mass Effect. Yeah, you, you've been I'm a big fanboy. Yeah. I've, I've been hankering for this for years, right? Yeah. Did it satisfy that itch? It did. It did. Yeah. It really did. I'm glad it did. It felt like I, I sat right back down in, in the chair and I was, obviously I'm not Commander Shepard anymore, but now I'm, uh, I'm one of the writer kids and it felt great. Um, at first, I was a little bit disjointed, especially because I've been playing so much Horizon and so much Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're three big, big games, three different games, some synergies between the three uh, loosely. It is storming outside right now. It is belting down. Jeez, Sydney doesn't know what the hell's going We're on a anymore. Beautiful view here. I'm going to take a photo of this and maybe throw it up on the socials. But yeah, it is belting down out there right now. Hmm. But um, there has been a bit of negative outcry amongst the community that have played yes. some Mass Effect Andromeda. I love that you were kind of waiting silently to prod him with this as Look, well, Ali. I'm. Cu- I was just curious because I started hearing about like some people saying this, saying that, saying this, and all I could think about was Brendan. And his little fanboy nature. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious. I was like, hmm, what are we going to hear from Brendan about these accusations? Okay, so I will acknowledge the accusations to a degree. There is some weird animations occasionally. So it's, yeah, bad writing. So some people have reported bad writing or, or the execution of story. Nah. I, see, I don't agree with that because it is this big melodramatic space opera. And yeah, that's, that's okay. what it's always been. Obviously, there's emotional investments that you generate throughout this game too, but it is it is like a a Star Wars sci-fi Star Trek amalgamation of just bleh, right. Yeah. So what you're saying is you have to go into it with an expectation that it's going to be a little bit maybe hammy at times. I'm guessing to a degree, and and you can control that hamminess by your reactions. Obviously, sure. you could be completely deadpan the whole time, or you can go like the the heart the heart. Um, answer in dialogue seems to be more so Which the more light-hearted answer. option right i see okay um and it, it's, and sometimes it's, it's usually tongue-in-cheek or jokey uh-huh. so it'd be my one yeah sorry just whispering. it's the alley heart option if you if you're playing mass effect andromeda and you want to pick the miss alley heart option it's available to you yeah yeah <laughs> it is available <laughs> and alley will appear and it's usually yeah <laughs> light-hearted and joking in nature <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> So, so you, and you learn that pretty quick. Ice cold. Ice cold. You learn that pretty quick, like, because the writer kids, they are, you know, I'm assuming they're early 20s, right? It, it doesn't specify the exact age. Yeah. So they're still in that pseudo-adult teenage if, mindset, and if, so they're a bit tongue-in-cheek and a little bit happy-go-lucky and all this shit. So. If it was Final Fantasy, they'd be 12 and 13. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but busty and, and wearing oh, yeah. inappropriate clothes. Oh, yeah. But... There okay. is some weird animations, like there was a couple of walking scenes, which everyone's probably seen out on the internet. Cora does like this Vince McMahon shuffle down to the entrance <laughs> ring thing. It does look like that, actually. And um, there is like the, the mouth animations when they're talking is a little bit weird. Like, yeah. It, like I wouldn't go as far as, like it's a great description, but a lot of people say it looks like they're pink, like Pingu's talking. It's not that <laughs> bad. Like obviously they're not shooting out half a meter, but they are sort of that similar, yeah. more stiff, piece of clay movement of is it just that the rest of the face doesn't move with the mouth some parts yeah okay there's been some reports of like deadpan face as well i'm sold on this as a person who comes to this podcast every week i'm prepared and uh, just you know in that hypothetical universe of Mm. course you've sold me on this game it's great like 
the combat's tight. I like obviously going from certain control schemes of everything I've been playing. Yeah. Um, especially playing Zelda, which the controls at times can be a little bit antiquated. Mm. Um, reprogramming myself from Zelda to Mass Effect Andromeda mm. took me let, let's say twenty minutes, half an hour. But after that, I was you know using my th- um my throw ability, levitating guys up launching them into other groups chaining various abilities together and and i felt like a boss again straight off the bat but you know what awesome what i'm uh actually keen to do which i haven't done for a long time bioware do it so well is is the you know the the decision tree oh yeah yeah your choice here has an effect down the line i haven't really seen a game in recent time in recent years that do it um i suppose to the extent that you had in kotor um, which I've one of my favorite games of all times, Kotor, um, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. So I am all for it, and also Jade Empire. Yeah, was a really very good very one. underrated game. Really good very one very underrated on, game on Xbox. Um, cool. All right. Well, I'm glad you got the the copy before everyone else did. Brendan, go you. Go me. Go you. No, I'm happy. You'd have to pry this from my know, dying yeah. hands. I know. I have no claim to this. Is suggesting that they have to kill you? Yeah. Wow. That's the only way they would have been getting this copy before me. But if I do it, I also inherit the 8-bit empire. You do. So there's actually a few good reasons yeah. there, <laughs> Yeah. God, then I'd have to leave. Heavy. Push you back. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, in all honesty, anyone out there that is getting caught up in all this negative shitstorm that the internet's created about this game, ignore it. So the internet, yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> don't let those nothing throwaway opinions hold you back from getting this. If you loved mm. Mass Effect, the original trilogy or you love science fiction, or you love a good narrative where you feel a part of the story and how you can control and shape the story, get this game. Like, mm. it is fucking so good. And I've been thinking about it long and hard. And, um, you know, in Seinfeld, The Summer of George. <laughs> the Summer of George. What? No, I, I, I don't know that reference for whatever reason. You don't know that... You know I where know he takes, like, George. the summer off and he's just living the life and he's hustling and, and, and like he's on cloud nine he's okay. like it's the summer of George and, and you know he's, he's having good times you know, you know he's a is very, this the summer of Brendan this is like it can't be the summer of Brendan now because we've shifted into March right so this is sort of the quarter of Brendan is the way I'm looking at it okay because January, February, March have been just highs upon highs upon highs upon highs in, in this gaming geeky realm obviously Resident Evil came out with a bang Horizon Zero Dawn Zelda, now Mass Effect, Logan's in there, there's a couple other films coming out. It is just well, I'm, I'm hell happy, of a time to be alive. Happy for you, Brendan. <laughs> happy for you. When's, uh, when's the quarter of Sam? You tell me. In the quarter of Ali? You tell me. Mate, I'll tell you what. It's going to be bloody... It's going to be quarter two because June 2, Tekken 7. Oh, that's, that's all right. I need. That's all I need. I don't even think I'm looking... For, like, you know, so many people have been talking about, I'm really looking forward to this, and I just sit there blank. I'm like... I don't think I'm looking forward to anything, really. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. Bah, humbug. <laughs> I just wake up. Every day's a new day. Yeah, I just kick my heels off. The sun's shining. I give it a wink. Um, no, I can't think of anything. All right, well, the only what? thing would be is like there's indie games on screen. Alien Covenant. Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. See, because you and I have got the same kind of love interest in that series. It's true. I am on the like Predator side, but yeah, I do appreciate the Alien. Which is... When is that coming out? Next year, it's 2018, I think, for oh, Predator. Fucking whoopee-doo. Which is a pain. <laughs> With everything else. Mm. We watched Kong this week, Brendan. <laughs> well, 
I watched Kong this week because you <laughs> fell watched, asleep. Watched, <laughs> oh, wait, did you? Yeah, <laughs> he I, fell asleep for about a third of the movie. And I woke <laughs> him up and then he was like in his typical scene. He's like, oh, I'm awake, I'm awake. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just like fuck this guy. No, I, uh, you should have just started crying and saying like it was the worst date ever. Hey, honestly, <laughs> great movie. <laughs> a guy, it was. There's a guy who fell asleep. All right, I fell asleep not because the movie was bad. I just I needed a kip. I just it's needed fine. A kip. It was there was a o'clock. stage where I was always sleeping during movies, so no worry. It was two o'clock and I needed a kip. I think I only got you know a few hours sleep that night. But yes, it was a great film. It really goes for it. Everyone, everyone who's in it is on board with just this big popcorn blockbuster. Mm. Big it, is, well, it is fun. How does the story go? Because like I always never like could never understand I, how do you prolong that story. Can I try? Lead us off, man. Lead Just us off. So, yeah, again, I I don't know how to make sense of a lot of these films half the time. But uh, it all starts uh, when John C. Riley, as a young man, um, lands on a mysterious island that he doesn't know with like. He's a soldier in the American army. They've just fought the Japanese and he's fighting this Japanese guy and then Kong appears out of nowhere and turns out it's Skull Island. That's where it starts. Um, these, I don't know, John Goodman, is that his name? John Goodman uh, from Roseanne wants to set up a Goodman scientific is. expedition to go to this island that he thinks is kind of like the Bermuda Triangle or this shit goes missing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, rallies together some like army people led by Samuel L. Jackson who kills it absolutely kills it this is a samuel L. jackson performance to remember uh it's their last day before they're relieved of duty in vietnam uh it's in the dying days of the vietnam war um uh, and they take a the movie takes a real kind of weird stance actually on that war where it's they didn't win they just lost support back home they had to go back which is kind of true of what happened yeah. But they do it in kind of a way of like we would have had those motherfuckers yeah. if we didn't. Lose in the, the typical American home. conveyance of the, war. the bravado, yeah, yeah, which you know it's kind of like all right, yeah. So so doubling this back really took a fucking t- du- <laughs> du- <laughs> doubling back. He's jumped like they introduced young John C. Riley at the tail end of World War Two. Yeah, then they jump obviously to Vietnam War. You know, twenty five years later. Was or that whatever. what that was? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah World War Two. Of course, sorry. The Go fighting on. over Skull Island. No, you're right. Yeah, there was a time lapse. And we're set. We're, we're set in seventies, um, I think. If I got my history correct, um, yeah. So anyway, they get this expedition. They're led by I forget the actor's name, but he plays um, Thor's brother, Loki. Loki. Yeah, he's the actor who plays Loki. Loki. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Hiddleston. He plays it's a very Aussie he, way of saying it. He plays you know, Thor's Aussie as well, isn't he? Um, True. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and they go there and they find Kong, and within seconds. Within seconds of getting there, Kong is fucking shit up. Kong, <laughs> Kong, Kong is a very accurate um, athlete. I found he. There's one bit where he launches a palm tree like a javelin. Yeah, hits his target straight through the helicopter. Straight through the helicopter, hits his target like it was always gonna be, always gonna be a win. The, there's this one thing though. The Skull Island's surrounded by like a thunderstorm, and it's not even a like a thunderstorm like outside right now it is literally shrouded from the the sea to the top of the sky in cloud and thunder mm. it's lightning's just going like crazy yeah and they're like yeah we can fly through that yeah and they do <laughs> and in they like do. 20 seconds it's <laughs> yeah. like man what are these guys worried about and and the whole time samuel L. jackson's giving them this like pulp fiction-esque uh kind of uh yeah he, he, quote, he quotes icarus yeah yeah exactly he quotes icarus what? 
But he's like, oh, we're fine because these helicopters are made from San Fran steel or something. Yeah. And they are. Like, every helicopter gets through the thunderstorm unscathed, but then Kong strikes. But Kong only strikes because they shoot Kong first. No, they drop the bombs. No, yeah, Kong gets angry out there, but We're really... we're, We're not even... It's like we're not spoiling it. We're actually just telling you what happens in the movie, though, bit by bit. I, I think yeah, we should I, stop. Well, I this, think we this should is stop. why I asked because I'm like, how can you really like make another wonderful adaptation of a, the same story to tell? Like, so I swear that to was God, kind of my angle, as but someone you guys seem who to enjoy it, as someone who had no interest in seeing this film, didn't even watch a trailer. I loved it. It, it was, was it, it was, was good a lot fun, of fun, and and then I fell asleep. I like that they handle the source. They don't try and make kong romanticize about friggin um the, the female love interest in it Damn shame. and whatnot brie larson who was was good in this film i thought her and tom she hiddleston tom yeah. hiddleston that's oh. his name Mickey. i said that earlier yeah. yeah but anyway i just remembered it um <laughs> from earlier it was <laughs> it was good fun it was like an adrenaline ride like there was massive big set pieces big okay. battles um and and the thing that they kept hammering on about in it is Kong's obviously not the the most dangerous person here. Like it is man, because these these pseudo military guys with their little science crew dropping bombs, causing hell, shooting stuff. You know there was this big emphasis about how man's destructive. They are they are the antagonist. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Kong was great in it. They they gave it some backstory, um, sort of fleshed out how how Kong came to be in this in this bizarro world and how he's sort of this pseudo protector of the of the lands because there's worse creatures that live underground you see them in the trailers they call them skull crawlers or whatever the hell they name them um yeah. john c Riley. yeah he was john great c. Riley does great so john c Riley survives after world war ii um him and he's uh, they say again we won't go into in too much detail but he's great he's so good yeah um, good good little comedic sort of addition in that regard light-hearted yeah yeah um he plays sort of a bit of a kook because he's been there for so long. He his, just It's John C. Riley being John C. Riley, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. is the, the way you look at it. Yeah, like goofy John C. Riley. Yeah. Not serious actor John C. Riley. Yeah. But, um, like Steve Rule. Like Walk the Line, John C. Riley. Or what is it? Is that the film you did? Walk yeah, Hard. Walk Hard. Walk Hard, yeah. Walk hard, yeah. That was such a funny Yeah, Walk movie. the Line was Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Joaquin. Joanne. Joaquin. Joaquin. But um, it was fun. Yeah, man. It was um, good film. Anyone that wants just a... Uh, bit of a big set piece action fest with some decent acting um want to want to switch off but enjoy them and be entertained it's worth it yeah for sure and it's funny because they've since come out this film is setting the table for the movie that's coming out in 2020 now been confirmed godzilla vs king kong yes interesting yeah so mm. there's another there's another godzilla film coming out in 2018 or 2019 i'm not sure which which year but yeah, then in 2020, it's going to be the big Godzilla vs. King Kong battle royale that fans are clamoring to see. Mm. I watched Logan again. I'm not going to talk about it too much, but fuck that. Just good as good film. second time around? Just as good, if not better. Yeah. You still haven't seen it the so first one. You need to. You need to I know I fucking need to, but I'm a fucking hermit. Let's go Ali, watch what it right after this. Here? Like, yeah. It, it I'll is, go watch it right after this. Well, you guys pull me in it's with a hessian sack. Like, just roll me in, put me on the chair. And you want to go watch it the third time <laughs> after this? <laughs> then go back to your corner. Um, I don't know. Don't proposition me on the podcast. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's just how we roll. It's um, one other thing I, I watched this week, and I crammed it this week, is Riverdale. Any good? Oh, yeah. Surprisingly, yes. Okay. I thought it was going to be complete balls, but 
really enjoyable. Is it Archie it's, the Archie comics? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, but it's, it's the, a different angle, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's obviously it's real world Archie. So obviously they're all physical human beings. They're Jughead, no, they're no longer animation. I haven't seen it, like watched it, but I've seen the characters and yeah. how they portrayed. No, nah, Jughead's a bit Veronica, more of a Veronica. Holy Veronica. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Veronica, Veronica, giving her the double thumbs. I mean, thumbs up, you know. <laughs> and I give that two thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Riverdale, surprising. Like, <laughs> it's a bit more of a. Obviously, it's a serious tone. Yes. Um, they they mix in some of the lightheartedness and and the quirkiness from the comics. Uh, but obviously, it's sort of set in that same time, like in that same era. You know, sixties, seventies. Um focusing on Riverdale High and, and Archie and growing up but there's like a big um, murder sort of whodunit conspiracy draped over the top of this thing and so a bit Scooby-Doo a bit Scooby-Doo but Jughead yeah he's more you know he was the comic relief obviously he in the was. cartoons but he's just the straight shooter in this he's uh-huh. this sort of awkward isolated teen who's sort of a bit of a loner trying to piece together this murder mystery and I mean it wasn't like they didn't have enough characters but yeah like I don't know why they changed him that much yeah I know nothing about Archie I know I always saw the comics and I thought that looks shit Mm. and and sorry it's not still set in the 60 or 70 it's set in present day because I'm sitting there going they're they're very meta there are a lot of like elements from that time yeah. period that they do bring in. Like there's the diner the and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. The diner is literally the, like, they'd be making a killing who owns, whoever owns that diner because it's the only place that anyone ever goes to eat or drink or go out to dinner <laughs> or to lunch. <laughs> they're just monopolizing Riverdale. In the, true. the diner there. Um, but it's, it's, it's really clever. Like they're very meta. You know, they touch base on a lot of things in, in current society. Um, acting's good. I'm enjoying the storyline. Luke Perry's in this. No way. He's he's Archie's dad, which is fucking fantastic. That's so weird. And um, Skeet Ulrich, remember him? Remember Skeet? No, no one remembers Skeet? Screech? Skeet, no, no, no. His name's Skeet. He Screech was, is doing porn now. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, I think sorry. he's in jail now. Yeah, actually. I think he's in jail. Doing porn in jail. Mm, but Skeet, Skeet Ulrich is Jughead's dad in this. Who's and Skeet Ulrich? You'll have, you'll have to Google him. He's a bit of a, bit of a dirty, disheveled looking dude. Um... I can't remember the TV show that he was in for a while. It was actually pretty good. Hang on. We'll get you there. Yeah, I'm looking oh, it up like as well creep. now. looks like a creep. I'm surprised he didn't watch The Iron Fist. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, he's, he was one of the bad guys in Scream. Yes, oh, there you fuck, go. Look at this guy. There you he's go. He's like immortalized in a teen girl's like life. Scream, The Craft. Oh, Law and Order, he must be good. He was in, and then he was in like Law and Order LA, yeah. which only lasts, I think, a season. But um, yeah, he's in it too. But it's... It's a good watch. Jericho? The, Jericho. That's the show I was thinking of that he was in. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's only, I think they've only aired seven episodes to date. The eighth episode airs at the end of this month and then the finale's a week later. But they've already renewed it for a second season. It's, 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 it's easy watching. It's Anyone looking mind. for something new on Netflix, check it out. Check it out. Mad. Riverdale. Look. But yeah, Veronica. Veronica. <laughs> Are you going to watch The Iron Fist? Yeah, but... I've heard some pretty shit reviews. Looks, I'm not racing out to the it. The trailer looks horrible. Yeah. I, I was watching because it only only started airing here in ANZ Netflix yesterday. So I was watching Twitter and there was a lot of updates from people on Twitter going, this sucks, the, the fighting is bad, the choreography is bad, the acting's bad. Oh, yeah. But we saw that with Luke Cage. And I still haven't watched Luke Cage. You haven't? No. It sucks, Just from what you told me about it, I'm like, 
It's I, I had to stop watching it. I have to say, like, my problem with that whole Netflix Marvel universe now is that they're trying, and they're obviously trying to link this in to whatever their yeah, super the defenders. That's, 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 well, that's all they're tying it into. That's why Iron Fist and Luke Cage have a se- series, but so they, they can bridge it. Yeah, exactly. But, but what I don't like about the whole thing is that they're all meant to be close to each other, but they're all kind of set in their own weird universe. So, like, Iron Fist from the trailer looks like everyone knows Kung Fu, right? Hmm. Same sort of as um, Daredevil. Luke Cage, everyone is a gangster. Yeah. That's all that is. It's a gangster story. You could take Luke Cage out of it and it still works as just a modern day gangster ghetto Mm. kind of... It's funny too because they're all based in and around New York and Hell's Kitchen and stuff like that. Yeah, right? And then then Jessica Jones, which is the best one, in my opinion, is just kind of like a... fucking serious? Murder mystery thing. I really like Jessica Jones. Like it's got that that, that kind of... Because she's a detective, right? A yeah. P- PI. I love that one. I thought that was the best one. Daredevil. I think really Daredevil did really well first season. Second season, kind of. <clears throat> second season was carried by Punisher. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So he, the, he chooses the scenery, whatever that actor's name is. He's just so watchable. John. John Bernthal. Yeah, that's it. Had to think for a minute there. You're a fucking wealth of names. Had, aren't to, you? had to pull that from the depths. <laughs> yeah. From the depths. Um, Haven't you guys been watching? Uh, well, I know you wouldn't, but uh, Power Rangers on uh, Twitch. I have. Whoa, I whoa, have. Whoa, 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 whoa! I love Power Rangers. That's not one. She I'm, just gave him the hand <laughs> right then. She's she like, the, "Shut up!" She gave me the the, the Italian. The Italian. <laughs> oh God, I'm sick of that meme. Yeah. Same. Um, um, but yeah, they've been like playing all the uh, Power Rangers uh, episodes on Twitch. Twenty-seven mm. seasons, eight hundred and seventy-three episodes. I just, I'm loving at the moment that like this little community that like either links to either Twitter or Twitch. I feel like that usually goes hand in hand. Um, have just been, it's just been Power Rangers crazy at the moment. It's really mm. adorable. I think it's very sweet. I can't wait to watch that. Very film. nostalgic. Mm. I'm seeing it in gold class. <laughs> who, who are you going with? Uh, Moo, little Moo. He oh. wants to do it. Well, oh, fuck you guys. I'm going to sit in gold class too and throw popcorn from behind you because you didn't invite me. <laughs> it's all right. I don't know if I want to see that one. Power Rangers. The new movie, yeah. Oh my God. That trailer made me it cringe looks, so it much. It looks horrible, but Elizabeth Banks' um, Rita Repulsa is pretty interesting. Elizabeth Banks is a bad idea. Walter White is... Um, yeah, Zordon. Zordon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston. Um, I'm just... I'm keen. It looks shit, but I'm keen. Hmm. Just looks like So you could fun. waste gold class on that. Yeah, that, that's what baffles me. Although I did I see didn't Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh my god! More comfort for the pain. <laughs> well, like my initial thought was, I don't want anyone to ruin yeah. this movie for me. <laughs> Just give me two JDs yeah. and keep them coming. If yeah. I'm gonna get fucked, it's gonna be in comfort. <laughs> <laughs> should we hit some news, guys? We should hit some news. This week's news headlines. Okay, so the first one, which I think is pretty damn cool, uh, they're, they're starting to roll out some sales figures regarding the Nintendo Switch and mm. during the first week of launch so this is, hasn't been updated since uh, it's been out for just over two weeks now they have reportedly sold 1.5 million consoles pretty good but on the back of that to no surprise of anybody Zelda Breath of the Wild was included in about 89% of all console sales that's so there's, such a like a doy kind of like factor yeah you know like apart from Zelda what else was there to, like obviously there was there's 21 titles I think as of today that are available for the Switch but Zelda is obviously the crown jewel yeah how many 
idiots were buying just a Switch and going, well, (laughs) I'll look at at that for a while. Just finish one, two Switch. (laughs) Gotta go outside. (laughs) How much is it? It's $100, the game? The game? Yeah, let's say 89. 89. Okay, so it's full price title, obviously. Um, On top of the 460 to already buy the console. Mm -hmm. So it's a solid outlay. Yeah, like you can um, you can bundle it in not via EB Games but via other um, sellers uh, for five twenty. Okay, get you the console and Zelda, which is still it's, far too expensive. It's great though. Like I'm I'm glad this is doing well. Mm. Uh, it seems like there are a lot of positive early adopters of the console. Oh, definitely. Uh, and of Zelda specifically, a lot of people. No one can. No one. No one's got a bad thing to say about it. Really. I mean, there's no. criticism of the game. Outside of the bullshit 10 out of 10 reviews, like there's genuine criticism I find about what... Did you hear about what happened to Old Mate? Oh, yeah, you got bloody DDoSed. Yeah. Yeah. But Which know, is a load of what shit. What was the... What was the, um, the internet. What was the site? What um, was the magazine? Well, Sterl, um Yeah, it was Jim Sterling. Jim Sterling, but I don't know what his website's called, if it's just mm. his name or whatever. But he did that whole review and he gave it a 7. 7.5. 7.5, I think, yeah. Saying... This game was great. I really enjoyed it. 7.5. There's some issues. And people could not take it. Yeah. So they yeah, DDoSed his site, took it down, hacked it. Da, 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 da. That's weird. That's scary. <sighs> that's kind of that's Orwellian, you know? That's where the thought police... You are, are reading 1984 you. right now. I am now. reading 1984. I see where you're going. You like that? Um, yeah, far out. That's bad. Like, DDoSing as well is a shit way yeah. to go. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, it's the toxicity that's the internet. Mm. Save your DDoSing for fixing esports matches, you know? <laughs> Is that a thing? Just put your energy into something positive, for fuck's sakes. That's the main thing. Yeah, like, right? How dare someone have a varied opinion? But wh- Fuck. Like, what's the criticism, though? The criticism was about the crafting system. Yeah. About the... The, the, the durability. Yeah, the and, durability. And I'll, I'll agree. I think it's weapons. a load of bullshit. Like, you get... Like, I'm... I haven't played a ton of it Care- this well, week. Hold on, hold on. Careful. We're going to get DDoSed. I don't care. Hatebit.net. <laughs> DDoS away. Oh, you've just asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's there is there is like it's it's a fantastic game and it's yeah. Nintendo have hit it out of the park. But mm. there is a couple of warts. Yeah, you know, well, and, yeah. ten out of ten. I just I find that such a cop out to to give a game a perfect score for so many publishers to give a game a perfect score is a bit of a cop out. That was my thing. Obviously, mm. I haven't played it, so I feel like I don't really like have a horse in this race. But yeah. I feel like, especially how big gaming is now, how varied the like games are and everything like that. Ten out of t- ten out of ten for this game seemed very like really like like is everyone standing on that? Like especially when I was hearing complaints from the game, like yeah. frame dropping. Um, talking about the weapon durability. Mm. Um, some people didn't like that they didn't like, they don't really give you much direction. They kind of do kind of drop you in yeah. there and like <clears throat> make you figure shit out. Well, what, it, what it's effectively saying is that this is what an RPG needs to be. This is the gold standard of RPGs. That's, yeah. what, it, that's what it's saying by saying this is a 10 out of 10 game. It's saying that The Witcher, The Horizon Zero Dawn, The Final Fantasies, all the RPGs of the world, this is what they should strive to be. To, that's how to I read it. That's, to, what, that's yeah. how I read it. I, I, I agree with, I, with I, that. I think when you review anything, you review what the game uh, represents and what it intends to be or what it strives for. So you can't review this next to, say, uh, Inside. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not the same thing. You can't no, compare. No, no. B- but you can certainly make the comparison between other games of the genre 
And that's what, again, that's what I take from these reviews is that everyone's saying this is the gold standard, even though they may not say that explicitly, by reviewing it and giving it 10 out of 10 and giving it full marks, that's yeah, what you're it's, saying. It's, that's what it's you're the benchmark, saying. yeah. Just get, rid of, just get rid of numbered scores. I agree. Yeah, Give I opinion agree. pieces. I, I, I like that idea very much. That said, 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic game, but... Great opinion, 10 out of 10. <laughs> going from Horizon to Zelda to Mass Effect, you know, they're, they're two similar bookends. You know, you know what the goal is. You know where you've got to go. There's progression systems. There's XP. You're leveling up. There's none of that really in Zelda. Obviously, you can do shrines to then increase your hearts or your stamina, but that's it. Like you, you do random side quests and you'll get an item sometimes. You don't get XP, so you're not seeing any regular progression apart from during the shrines or finding new weaponry or new armor or new shields or, or bows and whatnot. Mm. And you know, that's I guess that's part of the game's charm. You know, that's probably part of the reason why everyone loves it because it is so far left of center to all this other sort of common RPG metrics and, and sort of thought process about yeah, how the they... general mechanics. Yeah, but um, you, you got to be in a particular mindset. Like I'll 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 crunch you know two three four hours of time at Zelda, but sometimes it just gets too much. Where I, where I'll finish a quest and I'll go, what the hell do I do now? Where yeah. do I go? I have no idea. I can see something in the distance and, and you traverse and you climb the mountains and you fight your way through because you want to. But sometimes you get there and then there's nothing there and you're like, well, I did that and there's mm. a sense of accomplishment there. But then it's like, what now? Yeah. Yeah. Like It's literally the world is at your feet. Go do it. And it's amazing, but it is very overwhelming. I also want to just like bring up very, very briefly the uh, fucking fairy um the huge ass bitch of a fairy. Oh, uh, yeah. The one that, yeah. <laughs> like that upgrades your armor. She, like, yeah, she's like the fairy queen. I can't remember what's, her name. Yeah, there's a, she, it's replicating the same fairy from like that I remember from like especially Ocarina of Time. Hey! With the music and all that stuff. And she give, like she also used to give you like full hearts mm. in Ocarina of Time. Mm. And it was whimsical. They've got the same music, which mm. I appreciate because I am a big yeah. fan of Ocarina of Time music. Um, but then, like, she's a huge bitch. And she's busty. She looks like someone's cougar mum. Like, she's got, like, really bad makeup. She's, like, mm. showing a bit Very too much that she should. Yeah, mm. yeah. Somewhere mm. between, like, a really, like, cougar, over cougarish mum, maybe even mixed with a little bit of drag queen. And um, I said, well, at least she doesn't have that annoying laugh. And then I heard her yeah. do the annoying she laugh. She does the annoying laugh. number. my number. <laughs> <laughs> it's my. Uh, it's my that's yeah. your muse it's right my there. my bread and butter right there. <laughs> well, yeah, but... um, 89% of sales. Yeah, so so Nintendo have, have set a sort of a internal goal of, of selling 2 million Switches by end of March. Mm. Obviously, if they've done 1.5 million in that first week, they're well on their way. And on the back of this now, they've also increased production of the console. They're going to apparently... They've between, doubled it, they said. Yeah, so between now, like April 1st and the next fiscal year, they want to have... I think they're planning to um, manufacture 20 million switches. I'll, I'll probably get like maybe the next round or round after. As soon as these indie games start coming out, I'll probably be on board. Mm. Also because like you're talking about the price and whether it was worth it. And I'm trying to take into consideration what a lot of people have been saying about it. And the really surprising thing actually was everyone is using it as a portable device. Yeah. Like way more. I've heard so many people say I've barely put it in the freaking dock. Like, a- I'm apart from it, when we played... Um, in dock mode here together. Yeah. It's the only time I've put it in dock. When I've been at home, it's portable. So to me, to me, a portable device like that with great quality graphics, great gameplay and stuff like that is worth the money then, Mm. in my opinion. Mm. So, yeah. 
No, it's valid. Yeah. But no, it's good to see. It's good to see Nintendo kicking some ass with this because yeah, yeah, there was a lot of negative um, opinions leading up to this, especially in January when they did the big unveiling and it was just a dumpster fire of a of an event. So. I'm still speculating that they, maybe they were selling themselves short at the beginning so that they could. I like that. Yeah, fire, like that. yeah. set up a firecracker. Yeah. In the set end. it low and then come in yeah. well above expectations. So that's good to know. What else is good to know, which also warms my heart, is Horizon Zero Dawn have passed 2.6 million units sold. Mm-hmm. That includes both digital and retail versions of the game. And on the back of that, Guerrilla have confirmed that they are hard at work for a story expansion to be released somewhere down the line, which I love also. They, I think with the sales figures as well, they say this is the best-selling new IP on PS4. Correct. Really? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, puts it up against the order, puts it up against Drive Club, Until Dawn, The Last Guardian. Last Guardian. That game tanked big time. Sucked. Bombed, uh, bombed, bombed. And uh, another game called Knack, which I know nothing about. Uh, Knack, Knack is just a- the butt of all jokes on PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure. 2.6 million um, is a great game. I haven't finished it yet. I haven't gone back to it for a week now, a week and a half. How, how far in are you? Like, obviously, try spoiler um, avoidance if you can. Fifteen hours, fifteen to okay. twenty hours. Um, Good chunk. I've, uh, my criticism is that there's not enough mechanical dinosaur things running around. That changes later. Mm, after after the bone, the jaw thing. Yeah, yeah. There's still more to come because yeah. I got an achievement to say I've killed all mechanized robots yeah things. but do or do you mean the sheer quantity on screen or in areas or the variation no, the, the variation there's there's 15 different you've ones, got I think. you've literally got the horse one and there's a few different ones but you know the horse yak bull one they all fight the same you've got uh the lockjaw tyrannosaurus thing you've got two birds you've got yeah. the big one and the little one and you've got an alligator and you've got a crab i heard about the crab one that one sounds crab cute. one's kind of all right and, but, and you've but, got the, the, the sort of digger ones. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, but they yeah, dive yeah, the, underground and the rock throwers, I think. Yeah, called. and then the little raptor ones. And that's like, that's kind of nine. You know what I mean? That's 10 maybe. Uh, I wasn't counting while we were listing them off there, mm. but I feel like I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm like, I, I got the achievement. I was like, really? That's it? That's all there is? Yeah, but then you, mix, bird ones. you mix more battles in where you're fighting human characters in like parallel with, some of the some of the mechs as well. It's yeah, human characters the same in every. Game, I I, right? n- I never felt that I wasn't getting enough variation of them throughout my time. No, especially when you're battling some big motherfuckers at times, and you don't even have a chance to think about. Maybe if they did like a brachiosaur that was a carnivore variation, like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I. It's not a big criticism. It's just I would have liked to see more, but. It is still a great game. Again, I, I think it's the best ranged combat system it's of, any, uh, it is tight. of any RPG I've ever played. What uh, about this really uh, story expansion? Excited? I'm so curious? excited. I'm going to see where so this goes. Ex- like, I'm curious to see where they're going to take it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to dive into any spoilers Obviously. because the story in Horizon is freaking fantastic. Not to mention being a very major element to the game. Yes, yes. <laughs> point. But I'm curious if it's going to be... Um, continuation of of Aloy's journey or maybe you might play a new character or I'm I'm very interested to see where they go with it okay Mm. because I I love how they wrapped up 
the game itself. Well, was, she, was she like a stem cell baby or something? Like, I'm not saying some anything. sort of lab experiment. Not, not going to say. Google not it for your friend. But um, I must admit, I was a bit surprised that they said that they were going to do a story expansion. Yeah. I'm like, does, is it necessary? I, I think they've just seen how well it's sold, and they went like, I, I have no doubt they're already working on a sequel to this game. Like, okay, you know, I've I've been beaten beaten the desk about this game, There's saying this is going to be the next great Sony franchise, yeah. and yeah. I think these figures are well on their way to proving me sort of correct. I think I Ooh. think there is a lot just using the universe that they're in. Oh yeah, there's a lot you could yeah. do. There's plenty you could do in this world. Hundred percent. 100%. That's and, positive. And it's hard to dive into that to a deeper level without Basically, going into the yeah. story. Mm. But yeah, it's, you it's could, a rich, rich world you to You could take it into a through. different con- content, mm-hmm. uh, continent sorry, entirely. Mm. New characters completely reshape what happened there. I don't even know what happened here in Horizon Zero Dawn at the moment. But you know, like it's... Like it's, a different it's, perspective. Yeah. Or, oh yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's... You could set it back a couple of hundred years. You yeah. could set it forwards even. For, like it's... I, I think this is going to be the next big franchise and Gorilla have knocked it out of the park. Good yeah. on them. I Absolutely. love it. Like, it's such a disconnect from Killzone and stuff like that yeah. that they're known for. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think they're already working on another another sequel or you know, something, some continuation of Horizon. But yeah, I'm curious to see where this story, this new story expansion goes. I'm, I can't wait for it. I'm, I'm looking very forward to getting back into it when it comes out. Our last two. Yes. Outlast 2. Not coming to Australia. Not coming to Australia. No, apparently not. Not yet. Yeah, so refused classification here in Australia. So Red Barrel Games um, aren't too happy. Funnily enough, Outlast 1 was originally refused here in Australia. And they had to edit the game to get it released here. Yeah, they've done it a couple of times. I don't think so. I don't think it was the same reasons. I think it was more so just on the violence aspect of it. Jeez, we're delicate. Um, but they do. I mean, Left 4 Dead had to change some things. State of Decay did as well. South Park. South Park, um... Stick of Truth. Yeah, did, the anal course, probe scene. Which is a great scene. Just I got censored it. over with a kangaroo, I mean, a koala crying. I loved it so much. It is the funniest thing in that game. It, it's just, it's, <laughs> we've got an R rating here now. What? And yet they won't allow it, like. Yeah, it's. Like, it's, it's, it's hard due. to have an opinion on this uh, censorship based on, uh, like, what was written down on why it was censored. I can see. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about All it. Right, so let's talk about it. Two things then really quick. One, um, spoiler alert, because this is uh, covering some content in the Outlast 2 game. Two, if you're in the car with kids or you've got kids around, uh, cover their ears. Or, yeah. or you know what? You fucking did it to yourself. You know what we're like. <laughs> Sorry, uh, kids. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the scene. It's uh, There are two bits, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of them is quite, quite awful. One of them is like a gang rape. Really? Yeah, so I, I can't remember the lead character's name that you play in Outlast Blake? 2. Maybe? Blake sounds about right. Let's, yeah. let's go with Blake. Let's go with Blake. And his wife, Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, so you're Blake and, and you come upon your wife, Lynn, who's getting gang-raped by we'll some s- kind we'll of... Molested by demons. Okay, molested by some demonic praying. Yeah. kind of cult race. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's... Uh, they... They use the term sexual violence because she's um, there's a sexual act and she's crying out saying please help no it hurts or something along yeah. those lines. So and that, I'm pretty certain yeah she's like also bound and everything. So yeah, 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 and it's very culty. There's people praying and then this sort of humanoid esque cult leader who's a female latches onto Blake 
engages in some kind of sexual activity. They say, yeah, she grinds her crutch against his. And then... Or thrusts it against his. And then goes down um, and then comes up and sort of wipes her mouth. Yeah, goes down off screen, comes up. Obviously, sexual suggestion there too. But it's enough... And he too is fighting it off. He doesn't want to participate either. So it's also sexual violence. But the only other thing that like kind of perplexes me about this is that the way they describe it then is they say Mm -hmm. it is obscured. Yeah. The, The vision is obscured. Yeah. So I'm like, so how much, like, I'm assuming they would have had to look at it in detail or they asked, like, the like publisher or the creator, like, what's happening in this scene here? Mm. Like, I, I don't know, like, because we haven't seen it, seen it officially. We on, don't know how much detail. Yeah. Like. On, on paper alone, like, just reading yeah, the, it's a, a sort of transcript of what takes it's place. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy, heavy to read. It, it's yeah. super heavy. It's a bit uncomfortable. But I, I do see this as a problem that we can't just ban in things in Australia or we can't just not rate them um, because the themes are heavy. Because I think games more and more are becoming an art, are an art form, you know? Yeah. And you should be able to explore all forms of the story. There are, uh, you know, there's cinema, tons and tons of movies out there. That, yeah the deal with these themes of, you know, cultist behavior of rape, of violence, sexual violence, you know, I don't see why mm. games should be any different. And that's now. available that's, in film and television yeah. on all stations. Yeah, 100% absolutely. a valid point. But I think it is like gaming and like gaming in the Australian eye anyway, maybe, yeah, in the worldwide eye is still very taboo on like ex- who's a- accessing games. I think they're still under this mindset that little kids are the only ones that are accessing these games. So, so they're just 100% cutting it off and protecting mm. the kids. Yeah. So like... Well, I mean, that's why rating systems exist. Oh, but fucking all those parents rating that took their kids to Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, but again, I, it's an R film, you know, and the cinemas have the obligation to make sure that, you know, it's suitable or the people who go in there are the right age. Yeah, you know, yeah, I there's, there's, a, there's a duty of care on, on those people, and even you know, let's say sales staff at EB or JB, where they walk up there with an R-rated game title, and yeah. they don't look of age, they have to legally ask, show us some ID. But really, but, really, well, yeah. but hang on. And then in my experience as well, I remember when I was working at JB, having a father come up to me and saying, "Look, my son's asked about this Grand Theft Auto game, and I've just looked at the ratings." Is, should he be playing that? I'm like, how, how old's your kid? And he was like 12. And I said, look, no. Yeah. He's going to hate me for saying this, but yeah, this but and this enough. and this, and this happens enough. in the game. And he goes, ah, oh, See, yes. I would have said yes, but... <laughs> well, I remember playing the first like GTA when I was that Yeah, age, I was like so. seven or eight when I played GTA 2. But oh, the... You know, they're so simple to understand that anyone who picks up a case and sees R knows what R means. Yeah. You know, and it says, you know, nudity violence graphic violence whatever like it tells you what's in it it's on the person it's on the person it's not on the government to say this shouldn't come into australia or this shouldn't be classified mm. as anything i just yeah i think if if like if they're worried about kids and there's what they think it's like way too many other games that they shouldn't be what, playing what's our what's our rating na na is our rating right what like above R when things are just too heavy. R's, the, R's the. I thought R was the top. R's the no, top. there's one above it. There's definitely one above it. I, I, I always thought I don't R know. was the top, but I don't know. Like it seems not advised. It, I used to see it on TV. Na, not advised viewing, or something like that. I don't that. know. Uh, well, I, I I don't know. I've never seen that, so I don't. Okay, know. but it's just. You know, they they finally push and get this R rating for a reason to try and 
obviously emphasize that there is a heavy contingent of adult gamers out there mm. and then you know this this is tonally some heavy stuff that outlast 2's trying to put into their game yeah. but then you look at on the other end state of decay got denied classification because you use drugs in the game and then it gives your character like hallucinogenic um sort of visions and, and it blurs your blurs your perspective in the game and, and stuff like that like yeah drugs are bad drugs are illegal don't take drugs kids like don't take you know that's 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 the big key message but mm. the fact that you allow films like hell train spotting twos just come out all over television all over this it's it's pro like well not pro drugs but there's heavy emphasis on drug use there's, drug there's abuse glorification of it yeah, yeah and and that gets in film it gets broadcast all over the television it's on bloody you know um bus stops it's it's everywhere and it gets an MA rating and then a game gets denied for doing it to a degree with none of the glorification that comes from that film. Like it's... Yeah, I, we could talk this to death. I oh, guess, yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I, I think ultimately it's poor form. I thought I'd just bring up that uh, R18 plus is the top rating. Okay. However, there is an X18 plus, but that's only available at, in porn. ACT and NT. Yeah, yeah. that's porn. So, But like the way that they explain it is yeah it, it you know it's sexually explicit content yeah. so i don't know i uh, yeah i'll never understand that rating system and mm. how decisions are made in australia fucking delicate ass country but whatever goddamn <sighs> turnbull we'll find uh, we will find a way to still play the game either well, way well that was a point i was going to bring up actually is that the game the stick of truth the south park stick of truth game version i played i'll cop i'll cop up to it i downloaded it a cracked version of it. It was from America. It was back before I was a gentleman about these sorts of things. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, I got it specifically because I wanted to play the full game. I don't have any interest in playing a censored game. I don't want to see a watered down version of what should have been, you know? And, and I feel like this is just, it's taking money out of the Australian market to, to you know, ultimately goes to the same guy at the end of the day, but there are a lot of people in between that don't get the money. You're taking money out of the Australian market by getting people to buy the overseas version. And you're just fucking getting scumbags like me to download it illegally as well. So mm. I, I think they've got to work out a better way to do this. I agree. I agree. I don't think you can nanny state people's preferences in, in this type of medium. Like it's, mm. especially if you're over 18, you shouldn't be able to say, no, you can or can't watch or play this. Like it's, it's yeah. a load of shit. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We're all angry. We're <laughs> we all, are all so angry. angry. Yeah. We get an R18 rating finally with video games and they're like, Whoa we just won't use it on many things. Yeah. If anything, we'll just give more games the R rating. Yeah. Great game though, man. No. We, we played the demo. I've got to say, that is one of the most terrifying things short of the uh, Resident Evil punishment <laughs> you put me through recently, <laughs> which was not fun. Um, Outlast 2, the demo, was fantastic. Mm. We'll, fantastic. We'll, we'll still get a copy of this game, whether it be on console or PC, because I want to play it. Yeah. And it's not because I want to see these bad things. It's because, yeah, we genuinely enjoyed playing that yeah, game. Absolutely. Like, it's terrifying. But this is like... Yeah, all right, let's not go into it. I was going to say, it's, the themes are, you know... You, you go into it to play a culty kind of game. You want to you deal with, you know, the, the demons the and paranormal that sort of shit. And, yeah, that's why we yeah. play this game. You know, so that, that all ties in. Anyway. Mm. You know what? That doesn't really tie into anything. It actually, you know, gets up my goat is that they're planning a Matrix reboot. Gets up your goat? Yeah. Um, Poor goat. What's his, what's his name? The guy from Creed's... Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan is, has been sort of tapped on the shoulder to be, let's Neo? say, the new Neo. 
My, obviously, it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be Neo again. It's going to be. I hope not. A reboot slash, um, you know, fresh path taken with it. But why do why? we need it? Who the yeah. fuck said this was a good idea? I'm not a hundred percent against this. Um, I think the Animatrix, which was a series of about eight the cartoon short films, yeah, eight short animated. It was great cartoons. It was great. It was very well directed and it dealt with different... Um, it was better than the, the second and third films. It was actually. Yeah, I think so too. But it deals with like... It, it really explores the possibilities of what The Matrix is and, mm. and how it impacts people and the rules of The Matrix. And I really loved that. I really enjoyed that more. Seeing kind of, kind of getting backstory almost to this world and I think from that way if they, if they don't do a, you know, a start up like a you know, start to finish retelling of Neo and the story that they've already told I think this could be good um, I, do, I don't hate uh, Michael B. Jordan either I think he's not a bad actor he's a good actor but the what are they called the Wachikowski brothers they're not Wachow. attached to this yeah and you know I think they not were yet. a big driving force What's for what their, made the trilogy it's their no, it's their baby it's yeah theirs. but they're they're not tied into this at all at this point but in time I have to say also they did Sense8 which I thought was a bit rubbish I didn't mind Sense8 uh, I can yeah. be fucked. But come on, get some fresh ideas. Oh, please, for the love of God, fresh, like fresh ideas would be great. Because yeah. I'm just, I was just thinking, I'm oh. like, well, ghost, uh, I thought of Ghost of the, Ghost of the Shell just at the moment, bringing it up, and I'm like, okay, so once again, recreating someone else's concept, and then you know, you guys saw King Kong. There we go. Power Rangers and Power Rangers. There Marvel, we go. All then Marvel stuff. You know, they're talking about another Transformers movie. Yeah, there is another Transformers movie. So, and it's just God like, give me strength, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Get off my television. And yeah, even like the Marvel series and the DC series as well. Like they are just replicating other people's stories. It's like there are there are good original stories out there. Great original movies out there. Um, what was the one we're talking about just like before the podcast? Yeah. I get out. Like, yes, you you know I, what you you just you don't see them at Hoyts. That's the thing. You got to go to a like a boutique cinema to find. good But you've cinema. also got to look for them. Mm. You you need to know that they're out there. I think. But they're yeah. there. I, I think if you keep your ear to the if you re, you have to make a conscious effort. You're right. But if you do keep your ear to the ground and and kind of read the you know film magazines and online. Maybe yeah, of, I know, think from, maybe I need from, to really um, start looking on YouTube and find some really mm. like reputable people who what? know their stuff about like more the indie. Or like surprisingly imdb you can get a lot off just the front page like they've always got news they've always got news about and you'll be like oh what's that film and then all of a sudden it's like wikipedia you just keep clicking onto new things you just keep going yeah um, i don't have any issues per se on say grabbing cartoons or animes or comics and trying to translate them into the real world you know, similar to what marvel and whatnot some some of it is yeah watered down shit i'll admit yeah but the Matrix, because it is already a real-life film, you know, with physical actors. Obviously, mm. the Animatrix isn't, but I don't see the need to reboot in that regard. I don't mind rebooting or retelling or, or trying to reimagine, um, yeah, whether it be print media characters or cartoon-based or anime-based characters. I don't see a big issue in that. But I, I, think Creed, I think Creed's a great example of this, though, where, like, Creed is just rocky. That is it. Yeah, it's Creed black, is it's literally black Rocky. Yeah, it's 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 just Rocky redone um, with a younger actor. Stallone's in it to tie it through. Same story, basically. Same plot points. Same emotional, you know, arcs. Uh, but see, Sylvester Stallone. But he helmed but it's great. that but as it's, well. It's great. It yeah. is great. Fair enough. I if really Sly had nothing Creed. to do with it, I'd be like, come on. 
but the fact that he was the driving force behind that. Yeah, but he makes a lot of shit as well. You know? Oh, yeah. Expendables. He's made a lot of rubbish. <laughs> okay, hang on. Wait, They're good fun. fine shit with that. Yeah. They're good yeah. fun. fun. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm up for a Matrix. I'm at least see, willing to see where it goes. Yeah, Obviously, early stages right now. Off. Can't make any decisions. But we are all thinking, why? Yeah, like Keanu was great in that Who's role. Wait, are you talking about your other personalities? She's not here right now. <laughs> I'm not here right now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of personalities, like even um, bloody what's his name, uh, crazy old M Night Shyamalan. Even his last film was in Split. his universe of. Um, yeah, he's broke, he's, unbro- he's trying to make this big joined intertwining. I cannot wait. You're not good enough, Shyamalan. No, you I are not good enough to I weave go this kind hard, of magic, son. mate. Go for it, buddy. I want to see. A, I want to see a Shyamalan superhero universe. The only one that can do this well is Stephen King. Uh, what a universe! Yeah, the universe he's created, where all these books and films and stories merge in and, and sort of have um, hat tips to this character or a reference to this event, and that it's it's so good because it's not heavy handed. Mm. And I have a feeling old Shyamalan will be doing that. Like if he's now trying to make this big universe where all these franchises cross over and interlap um, I'm ready ready for it mm. is that all that news? no the last one which I find very funny uh, Ubisoft have handed out a ton of bands on the back of For Honor another game I think which is probably bombed sadly um, they've, re- they've released 1500 three day bands and also <laughs> issued warnings to 4000 other players who are caught using the AFK glitch. So obviously what this means is they get their controller, you know, wrap a rubber band or whatever across the joystick so your character keeps moving across the battlefield. You might die and whatnot, but you make it to the end so then you get the the bonuses and the right. the rewards for completing that mission or that level. Yeah. Um so so power to them for for sort of cracking down on this kind of stuff because yeah, it pisses me off playing any online multiplayer based game where you, you get one of your party members going AFK because it immediately puts you at a disadvantage. If you're there for the right reasons, you want to play it and you want to enjoy it and you're a person down straight off the bat every time, mm. it's a load of shit. Yeah, it's it sucks so, when it happens at Overwatch. You're just like, oh, we're yeah. being killed and your Reinhardt's just sitting there doing nothing. You're like, well, he's AFK. Yeah, but you know, surprisingly, Blizzard, um, Riot as well, are very z- zealous with how they handle mm. you know anyone who sort of breaches their player conduct, escalating time bans um, and things like policies. that. Yeah, oh, it's the worst, man. Mm. I hated it, there especially was when where... you get DC'd by your own internet. Like you genuinely want to play. Well, I-, I copped a few lol bans where so my internet was just Overwatch. glitching. Riot are good at that now, though. They're good at noticing the difference between a DC and a proper rage quit. But I, I don't know. I'm a bit. I ultimately think, yeah, you should probably cop it if you're rage quitting. But sometimes I think, no, like I'm justified in my rage quit here. Like this is bullshit. Fuck off. The yeah, no, nah, that's a lot of shit. The teammates aren't surrendering. Like it's clearly a one-sided battle. You knew the and, risk. And you know, sometimes it's sometimes the majority still want to surrender, but you you just, you can't because one guy's AFK. Like there are situations where it's like not fun to play. It's genuinely not fun. Or your team's not cooperating with you, you know? Like I've had instances where people are just doing their own thing and it's kind of like, well, fuck like what's the point if you're not going to play then why should I play two I wrongs do, it, do not I'm, make a right I, again I, I, I counter that with yeah ultimately most of the time rage quitting is not great yeah. but there are instances it's just mm. I don't know I'm just sick of copping what lol do man if you're like banned enough you just cop a 20 minute wait time in front of every game for 5 games 
which is fucked. And if you miss it, like if it hits after the 20 minute timer goes up, you have to wait that 20 minutes again. It sucks, man. Fuck you, lol. Just don't quit. I love you, lol. Just be a good sport. Me and yeah, the boys, you know? Here's yeah. an idea. Mm. Don't be a dickhead. Yeah. Don't drag yourself you down guys to are that really level. coming at me. Yeah. You better be prepared because I come back. I'll bite back. Bite Just back. admit Once it to rage quitting. Done. Everyone rage quits. Everyone rage quits. I've never rage quit before in my life. I've really? rage quit yeah. offline games. Like, I'll be playing, say, a... Uh, an offline single player experience and maybe I'll, I'll try to beat a boss or a level over and over and I can't do it. I'll just be like, well, fuck this and turn it off and, and go oh. away from it. That's as close yeah. as it gets for me. Oh, yeah. like, But I don't rage quit on a team. No way. I never where, where the implications will affect someone else. I never rage quit on a pre-made team. I'll never rage quit on people I go in with. Oh, but just the pug groups? Fuck the pugs. All pugs. Because that's obviously... It's just, Play a United group. Yeah, yeah. then it's yeah, group We group. get it. We're all gamers, Brendan. You're funny. <laughs> I'm not. Throwing daggers back now. <laughs> okay. So sharp. So that is the news. <laughs> what a what a hard hitting topics this week. There were uh, a few intense ones. There's a few. Yeah. Some con- we did some exacerbate controversy. A few. <laughs> Hopefully, we address them to a good regard, good well, standard. Yeah. Want to talk about kind of funny? Not really. It's kind of they've talked about it enough. I think. Yeah, I, I guess we can just mention what happened now that you brought it up. We don't. Need, I don't think we need to dive into Talked it in about grave details. I thought about it. Yeah, I forgot about it until I said that. Do you want to lead it off? Or? No, I'll let Ali. Ali's the oh. kind of funny queen. When did I wear that title? Right now. Since like right now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so this all happened in about a span of, I guess, now a week and a bit. So uh, it all... You could, even though it's not based on this, it all originated from a tweet that was done on International Women's Day, hashtag a day without women. Uh, one Colin Moriarty did yeah. a tweet. Four uh, words. Four, four words. Uh, what was it? Finally, peace. Nah, ah, peace and quiet. Uh, peace, and, peace and quiet. <laughs> then the shitstorm began. People were pissed from the community, from the industry. Random people were angry. Uh all this shit went down. So then as kind of funny is a group commu- uh, that depends on Patreon and its community. So then the community wanted answers. Mm. And unfortunately this happened in the same week of PAX. Yep. So kind of funny already had the, the, the things that they had to deal. And I think they were also on a plane as well and they were heading over and they had panels, which they had to do and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So them, time poor. It was, it was, it was, it was just really bad, t- unfortunate timing. So then the community wanted answers and they were trying to get answers and then things just like got worse and worse and worse and worse. Anyway, after the, so one thing that happened was Colin didn't get to go to PAX. Um, they thought it was the best interest for him not to go in the fact that it wouldn't be the right focus. Everyone yeah. would just be focusing on that. Yeah. Um, it was addressed very briefly before a panel, and I think Greg did well with that. Anyway, come Monday morning, uh, Colin sends out a tweet, I'm leaving kind of funny. Yeah. And he did a big post about it saying no hard feelings. It was kind of like, you know, it was, it. it a lot of people that I've spoken to felt like this was probably, it was going to come. It probably wasn't coming this soon just based on mm. differences, but it, it was going to eventually happen, we thought, I, because he was really heading heading down his political I, route. I listened to a couple of episodes of their morning show yeah. um, this week, and they, they talk about it quite extensively. And yeah, that's definitely what comes through. Well, the two things that come through is, one, they're very supportive of Colin, um, in, spite of, in spite of what's happened, and they think, 
um, that this was probably a long... Like, the indication I got as well from listening to them is this was a long time coming. They mm. sensed that there were creative differences, that he wanted to go in a different a different route, really, um, and do, do yeah. other things, exactly. maybe not necessarily gaming anymore, but move into, um, yeah, politics, um, which... I didn't know he was inclined politically. You know, How? Did you not know? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the but, biggest kind of funny yeah, guy. Yeah, okay. I'm well, there the you go. Like, fan, but like this caught my eye this week. Like Colin is an incredibly intelligent, very articulated man. Smarter and, than me? Uh, yes. Yes. But how much? Smarter than all of us combined by a bit, oh, I'd say. I would say so. Who's the smartest out of the three of us? Ali. No, Brennan. I'd say Ali. I'd say you. I laugh at dick jokes. So yeah. do I. And when Reese is here, still you, I make Ali. the dick jokes. <laughs> and I laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> um... But he, he, he is very, like, politically inclined. He's a very intelligent... He has a very... I, a perspective that I actually probably really agree with. He's very on both sides of liberal and, like, conservative. And he, he has a really good, like, outlook. He's a centrist. Yeah. But, like, it's essentially one thing that needs to go out is that tweet was not the reason why he had to leave. He wasn't pushed out. He wasn't kicked out or anything like yeah. that. Creative differences were 100% there. It just so happens that the same time that he did this tweet... Um, he actually previously did a recording with Ruben. Dave Ruben. Ruben Report. And yeah. that's an amazing interview. I recommend to watch it. And then, unfortunately, this happened. And then he got, um, I've forgotten the guy's name, Beck, I think, or something. It's another, like, kind Beckett. of like. Beckett. Like, yeah, another high, like, highly regarded political. Um, TV show. Like, yeah. TV show or YouTuber or whatever. But yeah, he got offered to be on that show mm. and now he's going to be on joe rogan so it seems like colin's on on a let on the path that he probably was 100 percent set for and yeah. he should he should 100 percent follow so i think this is the way that they kind of like just let him go mm. let him do his own thing it's he's he's on a high right now that he can follow let him go and mm. they love him they're best friends so yeah um, like there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there that are <sighs> joining these dots and, and they've got their red string across these bloody pin boards. Like, mm. anyone anyone that follows Kind of Funny could see it wasn't if, it was a matter of when he stepped exactly. aside. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. not because of the tweet. Yeah, like, I think the tweet's certainly a catalyst to make this. He was putting more and more energy into his Colin Was Right series. Which, which is a great series. It's probably some of the strongest content on the Kind of Funny channel. Like, yeah massive hard-hitting genuine engrossing interviews with industry figureheads mm. um as ali said like he he's got a massive passion and interest in sort of the political era and all the political realm and mm-hmm. he was starting to put more and more of his energy and his thought process into that and was doing less less on the general gaming geeky infotainment that sort of kind of funny is known for mm-hmm. and yeah this it was just this massive ripple effect where this tweet came out internet up in arms against him your scum you know it was very very toxic horrible Horrible. we don't don't need to dive into detail about what was said and everything like that but it was very very uncomfortable um and no doubt it was the catalyst for him to say okay you know we've probably been talking about maybe we're winding up hypothetically end of this year i was going to step aside and and start Mm. focusing more on the colin moriarty brand and doing more of these focus pieces in the political space and talking with these these other mm. figureheads out of gaming but it just blew up the fact that they didn't have any live shows the week it blew up further compounded it yeah so they couldn't get out there and, and address it head on um as you said they they touched on it at pax at the start of their panel i think greg did a good job there um sort of putting putting a little bit of that unrest yeah just um, be kind to each other to was the main yeah. message yeah and and then obviously then come monday 
he he sort of said, "Yep, effective immediately. I'm out of here." Mm. Uh, they have already confirmed that they will be doing a full game over Greggy special where they they dive into it in a lot more detail about why and or how this yeah. has come about. Mm. But you can see, like, there's still love between all, all of the members of Kind of Funny, and yeah. you know, any anyone that listens to this that is you know in brackets seen or or you know acknowledges themselves as a best friend, you know, just give them time. That's the main thing. Like, I, I see I'm I'm part of a few of these um, Kind of Funny Facebook groups and. You know their Discord groups and just Twitter discussion. People are like, "He, they owe us an explanation. They don't owe you anything." Like, yeah, they put their life out there for everybody, and they are a form of entertainment. And they are, you know, forging this community that you're part of, and you're all best friends. But just give them time. Like, this isn't an easy thing for anyone in that situation to not only do, but then also move on from there, and then also then try and frame an argument so quickly or a discussion so quickly to say these are my reasons why. Just support them you know yeah, you yeah. can see they're supporting each other through this process and just mm. just give them some time also just to maybe balance out a little bit about the tweet probably fair you could be a little bit upset i think it was all tongue-in-cheek anyway it was but know, and, and that's you, the, that's the big thing anyone that knows colin knows that's how he is there was yeah. no animosity to it there's no sexist undertone there where he's trying to throw shade at women yeah but yeah you want a perspective if you, i i thought it was funny yeah. I, I did. I saw it and I went, oh, and then like scrolled yeah. past. And like, that was it. Yeah. But then seeing how it like blew up, I guess, yeah, it was International Women's Day, probably not the best way to do it. But Well, it's the only, that's why he did it. Because it was International exactly. Women's Day. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I, can, I can see why people would be upset. I think I guess it's, I can it's see, totally fair to be upset by he, it as well. I think like, that's a valid, I think, I think people really thing. went fucking apeshit bonkers yeah. getting angry at that's this tweet. That's the internet, man. That's what and he had a lot of friends that like did go behind his back. Like, well, yeah. He, he was cast out by a few people. From um, the industry, yeah. And, and, and I respect him more so because he didn't do what you see in 99.9% of society these days where they are a celebrity and they backpedal and go, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean this. He just went, it was a fucking joke. My, my partner's sitting beside me in bed right now where she finds fun, humor in it. Like there's anyone that knows me, there's, there's no vicious sort of underlying attack I'm trying to make here. It was a joke, is what it is. And I, I admire him a lot for sticking by his guns. Yeah, it was in a bit of poor taste. Yeah, I found it funny. But at the same time, I can see why some people go timing. I, but at the same time, hence the timing of why I did it. Because he's just like, I honest, the world needs to loosen up. I honestly think he like the worst of shit could have been said. And and on Twitter, it was. If you go look elsewhere, there was a lot of horrible shit that was being said. But yeah, like but, yeah. Either way, like I think one way to look at this is like. Colin had to see how his, like, especially if he is going down this political road, uh, how him being able to express himself to his full potential whilst possibly tarnishing the kind of funny brand was mm. something that they 100% had to look into. And I think Colin did right by his friends and by the brand and said, look, I want to continue pursuing this. Yeah. I want to have yeah. the freedom to say what I want to say and have those implications just be on me. I've got to yeah. say, for a, for a, news topic that wasn't on the agenda and was kind of thrown in loosely at the end there we really uh, <laughs> not to mention it out. came out to be the most serious one yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah certainly you, you nailed the uh, 
the the telling of it, Ali, I have to say you you really had the goods there. I couldn't have put it together. Oh, so apparently, I'm the kind of funny queen. You are the kind of funny. <laughs> you, or you can be the kind of funny king, and you're right? the smartest one apparently. here. Um, apparently, little little shameless <laughs> plug as well. Seeing as we're talking about kind of funny, there is the definitive Tim Gettys interview done by Brendan from the RTX uh, Expo <laughs> on it's YouTube. A, if you haven't seen it, it, it actually is a, is a great good interview. It's, it's a great a interview. Great interview, and, and all uh, Australians should watch it because he does the infamous judge of shapes original mm-hmm. and new flavors that's the barbecue, the barbecue yeah. ones mm. uh, and of course the funhouse interview that ali did don't um, you don't need to watch that it was a ripper to watch it great interview it's run away on the view count she's <laughs> she's beat me in the the interview youtube battle views so technically she is the new captain of 8-bit she's new head boss, of 8-bit. yeah oh, I'll, I'll wear two crowns then right yeah <laughs> but speaking of youtube Speaking of YouTube, um, so much content's going on our YouTube now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's we've got a steady steady flow of half informed segments, let's play segments, general interviews, just just geeky goodness. Should we just go straight into plugs or no? Events? We got we got some new releases to okay. talk about and right. stuff. Let's talk about new releases. Let's talk about new releases. Subscribe to our YouTube. Subscribe YouTube.com forward slash We Are Eight Bit. We just rolled over seven hundred and fifty subscribers. Solid. We want to make a thousand by June. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair sort of uh, goal. Let's do I'll it. Subscribe. Thousand by June, please and thank you. We love you. So new releases for this week. The first one, Mass Effect Andromeda mm-hmm. needs no introduction. Out on the twenty third of March. Never heard of it. On PlayStation, Xbox One, and PC. The next one making it to console is This Is the Police. Also out on the twenty third of March. It was a PC release late last year. Uh, I think we had a review up on it on 8bit.net. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure there's an, a review on there. Mm-hmm. On PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, Motorsport Manager is out on PC on the 24th of the 3rd. Sure, it's a great game, but... Yep, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. Selling it. Not for me. Anyone that loves motorsport and loves management, I think this is the perfect game for you. So just get a, on out there. We've got something to talk about. On the 24th of, of March. Um, also out on the 24th of March is... Tokuden 2 on PlayStation 4, Vita, and PC. Uh, also on 24th, Troll and I, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And the last one dropping this calendar week is Vikings Wolves of Midgard on the 24th of March on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. So there is six games dropping this week. One especially worth your time and money, Mass Effect Andromeda. Anyone that does want to get a little bit of a hot take, I did put a half-informed up there on that YouTube channel we previously mentioned, show you the first 30 minutes of the game, give you a bit of live commentary as I go, and some closing thoughts afterwards. For anyone that has watched that already, thank you very much. A couple of events, um, and slash pseudo-releases, I guess. There's three films coming out all this week on March 23rd. So Beauty and the Beast, the live-action version of Beauty and the Beast. Starring Emma Watson. uh, Emma Watson. The gorgeous. The gorgeous Emma Watson. The untouchable Emma Watson. And a wimpy ass looking fucking Gaston. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm actually interested to watch this. Gaston's such a wanker. (laughs) Excuse me? Gaston. Uh You've angered the king. (laughs) Do they fight like Gaston? Are they something, something? I don't know. That was the As catchiest song. Yes, I'm intimidating. Yeah. So but good. he was great. If you think about it, no one in town liked fucking Belle and he wanted her the most. Yeah, because she read. 
She's learned. Like, like, she's so weird. She's always reading. That's how backwards that film is. I wonder if they brought this into it. There is some reading in this film. They they actually make a point of it. I don't know. They're like, oh, she's so weird. You're always reading these books. Either way, I'm not keen. As a person that's loved Beauty and the Beast, I just, I Mm. really don't want to touch it. I don't really like Emma Watson. I think as a person, she is great. But at her presence on screen is fucking annoying. I think she's possibly the most beautiful creature. And I look forward to marrying her one day. Really? Yeah. Please don't send me an invite to that wedding. I I will punch your wife in the face. (laughs) What? Wow. That might be the best thing you've ever said. (laughs) Slash most offensive. I can't stop that. (laughs) Really? All right. So Beauty and the Beast. Power Rangers is coming out. Power Rangers coming out on the same day, and the third one is Life is coming out on the same day. Okay, it's got a very alien vibe, as in the film Alien, not just yeah, <laughs> you know, um, aliens in general, UFOs, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal and um, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, um, hang on, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Why I heard check this check film? the trailer after this. It's got <laughs> yeah. a very alien vibe to it. Um, I'm keen. I'm keen that. to give this a look. What else um, do we have, Brendan? And the last one, over in Perth. Mm-hmm. Our Western Australia cousins over there Second last one Are getting the first crack at Oz Comic Con mm-hmm. So it's going to be running at the Perth Convention Centre March 25th through 26th Tickets and, start from 25 And bucks. who can you see there, Brendan? If you went to Oz Comic Con Who would you see? A lot of good people Shit <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you were talking about it earlier Sorry, From uh, Stranger Things uh, Eleven, again, the actress that plays Eleven Her name escapes me right now Um it's, um, and then Melissa Joan Hart's going to be there. You want to meet Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Like I, I, wow. I totally respect her from that. Out? But yeah, why is she there? Brett, <laughs> is she doing anything? Brett, Brent Spiner, who plays uh, Data in Star Trek. Ugh. Um, Brian O'Halloran, obviously from Clerks fame. Yeah, that would be the one person I would see. What about Clive Standen, who plays um, Rolo in Vikings? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's, there are he's a, a good-looking rooster. There are a lot of people who line up for him. And at the other end of the spectrum of good-looking roosters, DJ Qualls is going to be there. Who <laughs> is one of the most unique-looking individuals you'll ever see? Remember him from Road Trip, the like lanky, gangly virgin guy yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that um, loses virginity yeah. to the to the, oh, to the large woman you were with the leopard DJ, panties. Right? Yeah, that's his name. Oh, no, I just thought, like, this random DJ's going to be there. Like, oh, just throwing <laughs> down yeah, beats. Like, why is he, he getting be? a shout-out? Also, this week, also coming this week, if you're here in Sydney, it's the monthly York Street Battle, YSB, run by Oz Hado, and that is going to be, of course, on York Street. I think it's, like, Building 66 or something. Go to ozhado.com mm. or net. I'm pretty sure Google, it's net. Google Oz Hado, then go to their site, and they'll tell yeah. you all the details there. Or but just follow Sam. I swear to God, I love going to these things. I've been to two now. They have every great fighting game there. They've obviously got you know your Street Fighters and Tekken. They've got Skullgirls. They've got Smash. If do you they have Mortal Kombat? OG? Yeah, they do have Mortal OG. Kombat. Oh, I don't know about OG. But they do, they do run <laughs> tournaments for all of these titles throughout the day. Over. $20 to get in. You can participate in as many of these as you like if you sign in. There are cash games. If you think you're that good and you can put your money where your Ooh. mouth is, go ahead and do it if you want to set one of those up. Everyone, do they have a, a, little bit they of have a like gambling, gambling area? Where <laughs> no, I they don't money quite have a gambling area. And it's more like a private agreement. You know what I mean? I'd it's love not it as some them. underground <laughs> thing where you go through like, like a an old club. butchery. through like It's a, not through them. Damn it. Important to say. It's like it's kind of like on Anzac Day when you play Heads Two up. Two two up. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we like we might need to start agreement. the gambling ring in this. 
What do you mean? We'll have like a darkened area in this area, <laughs> and um, like always sunny, where Frank's got the gambling den in the yeah, basement. Yeah, we'll, we'll set up a den in this thing. Um, yeah. So if you're in Sydney, fucking go there. If you like playing these games, go there, man. It's good fun. Good mm. talented guys there too, guys and girls. Yeah, great community. <laughs> Hell yeah. YSB, give me a cut. YSB. Mm. York Street Battles. Oh. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking allow snack packs. I'm like, that doesn't That's not HSP. spell that. Yeah. Kebabs are better. Seriously. They are. HSP. Snack packs. Get off your high horse. No, but snack packs are handy. You Like, it works. For me, it does. It's just meat and potato. I'm not getting into it. might ish. All the events? All of the events. Let's tackle an iTunes review of the week iTunes review of the week. Okay, Pretty so close. review coming in from somebody called Debunk Defunk. Australian based. <laughs> I love this one. Giving us five stars and the review reads headline or the view headline reads The Last of Us is awesome. Oh no. So you can already tell where this is going. <laughs> this is great this Shit. one. I get my ass handed to the me. The review reads Ali, you need to play The Last of Us. It is one of the best games from Sony. Until you do, I can't call this podcast the best. For now, it's one of the best slash just okay. I'm just going to cut in. So right there, he's saying, you're holding us back. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're just okay until you play this game. Don't yeah. talk to your king like that. Continue. <laughs> your, your reputation on gaming rests on playing this game. Jesus Christ. So wow. now he's saying your whole reputation Not just in this realm yeah. that you rule over. <laughs> rests on playing the, the last greater like the greater regions uh, the yes. extended gaming universe mm. your reputation of the millions of gamers out there yeah. billions maybe so he sees you in the highest regard but it could be could be ascended could to be higher he could or she debunk defunk they see you as a pretty alright person but you could be better by playing this game yeah mm. the rest of the review uh, the rest of the review reads like this also Reese, Sam, Brendan you go alright yes we do we do Sometimes you rant too much, but overall, I like you three. <laughs> I love so, that. so we're the three little throwaway minions. Yeah. Just, you want a cookie? Here's a cookie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Bunk to the, uh. the underlings. Yeah. You know, we ran a bit too much, but we go all right. Not to the level of, of King Ali over here, who could even go better. I'm, when and or if she plays The Last of Us. This reputation, I didn't realize was going to sit with me so hard. Like... There's a lot of things that I say, do, uh, critique. There's a lot, a lot of re- reasons not to like you. You're exactly. Right. You're right. 100%. There's a lot of reasons not to like me or to quote me. Um, but this is the one that's really gotten people the most. So it, I think I need yeah, to. It's stuck, hasn't it? It really has. When I get introduced to someone as, hey, not my name, just this girl doesn't play, <laughs> this girl doesn't really like The Last of that Us. That was to Joel from yeah, MCV from Pacific. Pacific. Yeah. yeah. So of all people to that. say it to. Pez introduced yeah, her Pez as that <laughs> at RTX. <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck. Um, look, I've actually been talking to the guys about this reputation that I'm holding and that maybe I do have to clear something up. Um, maybe I will play it. Uh, might set up something. I Maybe. like the idea of doing some kind of little series about this where we film, Sam and I will sit with you. Will this make people happy? It might. It might appease some of your uh, some of your kingdom. Well, tell me... Okay, so all these people that have this opinion that think that I need to play this, would you be happy if I was to play this? Get some footage, have my minions behind me and uh, see how far I go with it, really. Let's finish the review. Does the review finish? 
What? The review. The yeah, the review's review. finished. Oh, okay. Does he say I'm out, mic drop? Oh, yeah, he does. I thought there was more. Sorry. Yeah. I thought there was more. I'm like, I'm like, what? Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. Well. First of all, thank you for the review, Debunk Defunct. That was hilarious. Uh, I love being called okay. <laughs> adequate, no, just- adequate and satisfactory. <laughs> yeah. You go all right. Meets expectations. <laughs> We're a pass mark. Uh, oh. Yes, Ali, you should absolutely do this video as well. And I can't promise you that I'll sit through the entire game, The Last of Us, with you. Look, I'm not, but, pro- I'm not promising that either. Like, I've, I'm not saying Brendan it's will. A, a horrible game. Like, I'm not saying it's like the worst game in the world. I'm just saying I tried playing it. It was boring as fuck. And... <laughs> I was sick of the tutorial. It went on forever. So instead of like yeah. wasting my time with this like fucking half hour long tutorial, I just went and played something else at that time. What and did then, you play instead? Oh, who fucking knows? What was around that time? Iron Bread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's... Play, uh, I forgot <laughs> to mention I played Iron Bread. Fuck, that game's hard. I need to play that Never game. That it. game looks just stupid but frustrating and I love it. It's so hard. Mm. But yeah, debunk defunk. Thank you for the review. Thank you. Appreciate Thank that you. mic drop at the end there. Apologies, I did miss that on the putting the review onto this uh, agenda here. <sighs> yeah, we go all right. We get a pass. I like that. A pass, pass is, pass is, is a pass. Yeah. It's, uh, it's plenty of room to grow, though. Winners are grinners, as they say, and I'm smiling pretty we big right about much. now. We rent too much. We do. I've said it. We'll lot. try and tighten that up. But yeah, keep those reviews coming. Those iTunes reviews, ratings, subscriptions, they're our lifeblood. And please don't just give us the five-star review and say nothing. I, I would like written reviews so we can critique, good and or bad. Yeah. We want to hear it all. And clearly, we're open to the adequate ones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not, uh, we're not uh, opposed to taking shreds out of ourselves if we need to. Mm. Or airing it. You know, We're happy to yeah. air our dirty laundry. We've got nothing to hide. Yes. Yes. Um, but before plenty. we start sort plenty of... <laughs> Before we start planning our exit, I just wanted to make a quick mention. April the 8th, there is an AGPN-based battle that's going to be taking part on Twitch where 10 different podcasts, ourselves included, will be going up against other podcasts in a great debate battle-style event. Um, It's going to be played out live at Spawn Point Bar in Sydney. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyone that's in Sydney that wants to get along... Hit us up on the socials or go to uh, Facebook and search for the AGPN, uh, which is the Aust- uh, Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. Join on there. RSVP to the invite because it's going to be a fun night. Um, to those other nine podcasts that we are going up against, you're all shit. We're going to smash you. We're coming for blood. Yeah. I'm hungry gamers. Are all your children's. <laughs> You're going to get some uh, Stallone and you're going to get some Schwarzenegger. That's it. I'm mean to the people I work with here. I'm mean to you guys and I fucking love you guys. Mm. You know what I mean? Not so, to mention you fail at it miserably, but yeah. I fail at it miserably, do I? Oh, go fuck yourself, Queen. <laughs> you are going down, Queen. I'm gonna, I like Queen. I'm going to regicide King. you. King. Oh, King, I'm going to commit regicide in a second and make this quadruple a trio. Come at me, bro. I'm coming at the AGPN. Yeah, we're, we are coming <laughs> and we are going to smash in debate. Then we're probably going to smash in some Mario Kart. Sam will probably smash us in some Tekken. And I'll just smash down the bevies. Yeehaw. So, so the 8th of April, get there in person if you can. Otherwise, get on the Twitch. Watch it all play out live in all its glory. Mm-hmm. We are going to be kicking ass, taking names and drinking dranks. Looking forward to it. Should be fun. Absolutely. But... um. A little bit of housekeeping. 
Sure. Be sure to head over to audiotechnica.com.au for the best in audio equipment. We're talking microphones, headphones, gaming headsets, turntables, the works. They make a sound and look good every every week. And in all honesty, it is good kit. You know, we were using it before. We were lucky enough to be part of the AT family. We love the gear. Anyone that wants to get into podcasting or streaming, streaming, um, YouTubing. It's a great place to start. So audiotechnica.com.au for all the details on the kit. Uh, hit us up at a collective at hello at 8bit.net on the emails at we are 8bit on Facebook, Twitter, Discord, Twitch, and the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Find me at Brendan8bit. Anything you guys want to say before we start making tracks? Maybe get some lunch because I'm hungry. Starving. Uh, you can find Reese, uh, who's not with us today, at Reese 8 bit on the Twitters. Yes, you can. And get on to him about some mukbang because that is something we need to revive. I really want to <laughs> record reseeding. Mukbang, mukbang, mukbang. Uh, you can find me at Salim Abraham, and I will hopefully have my first ever half informed yes. this week. Uh, little, little title, little, uh, little indie title called Hollow Knight from Team Cherry down in Ooh, South Australia. I've heard good things about this. This is, mm. I haven't, I've specifically not played it. I'm saving it for the half informed. I'm dying to play this game i've got it ready to roll mm. i'm dying to play this game it's, it's getting so some global games. acclaim so shout out to yeah. the team cherry guys for, well for putting together a freaking fantastic i didn't even realize game. it was local so that's awesome so, yeah. i'm yeah. hearing all the hype on twitter through a lot of international channels yeah, so. team cherry south awesome. australia their first title as a, as a studio yeah um yeah i'll talk about it plenty more next week uh before i head off to ysb to kick some ass looking forward to it what about you king heart King King Hart. King Hart. Um, you can find me almost everywhere at Miss Ali Hart. You, you might can... need to change that to Including King Ali Hart. No, no. Mass Effect Andromeda. What? <laughs> Including in Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm, probably what? not. What? <laughs> the joke from earlier, guys, about the hard option is actually oh, oh, okay. Shit, forgot oh, my own joke. We'll That's just edit this bit absolutely out. embarrassing. Yes. But yeah, you can find me in those avenues and uh, pretty much keep on telling me to play The Last of Us and complain that I have not played it. <laughs> and, so, yeah. and then maybe jump on our YouTube and then you can probably then see me play it. Yeah, there's probably going to be a good three or four videos coming up between this episode and the next uh, few half informs. Maybe some Minecraft Oh yeah, filming, watching me cry my way through this game finally. Gonna it's it. going to be great. I'm going to f- Minecraft the shit out of you. But I, you're going to be seeing blocks for the rest of your life. I'm looking forward You'll to it. You'll be shitting right for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but on that note, I think it's been an episode. It's been fun. Has. It's been a good day here for the 56th time. We'll be back next week bigger and better and badder than ever mm-hmm. for the 57th time next week. Mm-hmm. But until then, much love and stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture-related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.